no off-season podcast college football preview returns. It's the second one, the Big Ten. Yay. We're going to be previewing the Big Ten. Is Ohio State going to be the reigning champs? Reigning champs? Well, what are you talking about? Regain the championship. Uh, regain the throne. Uh, apologies. Okay. Is Michigan going to keep the throne? Or is a team from the West going to come in and shock the world? Find out here on the No Offseason Podcast. Ryan Rohally and Nathaniel Rohally here to tell you about the Big Ten. We're going to give you a preview of what we think the Big Ten's going to happen, the predictions of the conferences. Yeah, and we'll see how it goes. Uh, what's your initial thought? The over the, the bigger theme of the, the Big general Ten? conception of the Big Ten. Um, breaking it down, uh, it looks pretty straightforward to me. Uh, there might be a couple couple surprises here or there that can happen, but uh, I think overall it looks straightforward. Uh, it looks like two divisions that aren't balanced, but I know why they did that, because they wanted Michigan and Ohio State to play each other every single year, so they put them in the same division. Um, but, you know, the West, the West is just like a crapshoot to me. And then in the East, you have the elite teams. Uh, side note, since in 2024, USC and UCLA are obviously come in the Big 12. Do they Big then, 10. Big or 10. Big 10. Do they then come into the West? Or do they split them up? Uh, that is a good question. I, don't, I think they'll just uh, rearrange the divisions entirely. Or maybe go to the ACC system where they play the three, uh, three teams every year. And then they'll rotate after that. Um, too too far out to know, but I I think the division concept in the Big Ten will be done. It'll be done once they once they enter. I it was just a random thought that popped in my head. It wasn't like we're gonna talk about it that much because this yeah, because every, everyone's bored about talking about freaking all the goddamn uh, realignments and whatnot. Realignments, yeah, I get tired of hearing that I, all the in my head. It just popped in my head, and I was like, if they're gonna keep this, does one go to the West and one go to the East, or do they just take a team like let's say Wisconsin and put them in the east that that would just add to the deep east division well what would you if they keep this concept what two teams go to the west then because I'm assuming they don't want to break USC and UCLA would be in the west because there's so many rivalries though because you can't really bring up break up Minnesota and Wisconsin no you cannot you can't break up Wisconsin, Iowa. I mean, you could break them up, but they would have to play. Ne you can move Nebraska to the uh, east, I guess. I mean, you really but you wanted. just have to keep, like Minnesota. You could break them up. They would just have to play every year. I like how we d went down this rabbit hole of uh, the conference realignment when we didn't want to go down this rabbit hole. I'm not going down this rabbit hole. We're here to talk okay, about I'm Big Ten football. I'm sorry. It popped in my head. I apologize. Yeah. My good yeah. God. But it popped in my head. It was a random thought I had in my head. Get that thought out of here. We're talking about the preview of the Big Ten and right. what's going to happen this year. We're not talking about 2024. We're talking about who's going to win the Big Ten All right. this year. We're going to start with the West, right? Well, let me give my general aspect of what the Big Ten is first. Okay, go ahead. Uh, pretty much, it's one game, and it's one game only that I can see, and that will be who's going to win it. And that will be November 26th. Not giving a heads out, but that's in my mind right now. That's where I see who wins the Big Ten. No, so it's just going to be like deja vu all over again? I mean, it's the Big Ten. It's always deja vu. Yeah. Well, not always, but it's there that way. Okay, spoiler alert. 
a little spoiler alert, but we're going to start off in the Big Ten West. Yeah. As you're, of course, we go from the bottom to the top like we did in the ACC preview. So. We got to start from the bottom to wake, work our way to the best. By the way, we don't discuss who we have in our standings. We do it, and when we say it, this is how we started off in the podcast. And we, I, yeah, he has his list. I have mine. And yeah, it's first time hearing his list. First time hearing my list. Yeah. So, who are you starting off with the bottom, and who's going to be very upset with us? Which uh, fan base? Which fan base is going to be upset? I have Illinois finishing last in the Big Ten West. I also have Illinois finishing last in the Big Ten West. Um. Do you want to go with your reason why, or uh, you want my random reason why? Okay, it's, it's, it's not a football reason. My cat died recently. This is my reason. So my cat died recently last week, and I told myself I will not have any any wild cat in last place in any conference. Oh, okay. okay. Out of respect for my cat dying, and R.I.P. Harley Quinn. Yeah, R.I.P. H.Q. I will told myself there will be no wildcat in last place. No. So Illinois had to take the sacrifice and be last place. There's no reason why. I have no reason why I chose them over Northwestern. It's just that's what it was. It's a random thing, and that's what it is. Well, you go to you go to Ryan, my brother, for random randomness, and you go to me with the with the ones with the notes. So this is really why they're going to finish last. Uh, Brett Bielema. B. Lamont is a great coach, great head coach. And, uh, well, I believe he's uh, great is probably a little bit of an exaggeration. Really good head coach. Yeah, he's a solid coach. He's better than they've had. We'll say that. And he has a lot of rebuilding to do, and I just don't think they're there yet. Um, he's having to retool a recruiting class before he, before he got there. In 2020, uh, based on 24-7 sports, they were 88th in recruiting. 2021, 72nd. 2022, now that he's established, they went all the way up to 46. So that's the Brett Bieleman effect, increasing recruiting's increasing with a better head coach. He just doesn't have the talent on campus yet to make a run, and I think they'll uh, their struggle. Their their schedule is it's kind of actually not that bad, but uh, just the talent that they have, I just don't see them being able to. Finish ahead of the likes in the in the West because the West as much they don't have top tier teams but they're deep. Yeah, they're deep, and uh, I just it, my my random theory was my random theory. You have it more. I think he is getting better at recruiting. I don't think they'll ever finish you know top ten in recruiting, but if he can get the dogs that he wants and the big offensive lineman he wants with yeah, a good yeah. running back, they'll be better sooner or later. Don't don't panic, Illinois, and just and they'll fire. be in games because the way he uh, Brett Bielman. Bielman coaches. He, he runs the ball, plays special teams, plays Holds field position, the ball, works the clock. Yeah, yeah, they'll be in games. I'm not saying I'll, I'll pick them to cover a lot of games uh, this season. Oh I will, yeah, I will have them covering a lot. Uh, they did bring in the transfer from Syracuse, Devito, <laughs> as a quarterback. Yeah, and it's like that's not a great thing. That's not a great thing. No, but I believe their offensive line and their running games, run game is their big key. And getting off the field is going to be. Once they offense struggles, getting off the field, holding the other teams, the punts is their key. Winning the field position is Illinois' key this year, not the finish last. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if they if there's 
the avenue for them not to finish last. It's just like they get a couple bounces go their way, and that's how it happens. Yeah. But, um, All right, we're gonna move on. Uh, the future, the future. Even though I have you guys finishing last, Illinois, the future is bright. It's brighter than it's been in a long time since y'all went to the Sugar Bowl Juice back Williams. in the day. Yeah, shout out Juice Williams. Uh, Brandon, Brandon Lloyd too. Yeah. Uh, all right, your next one. Uh, who do I have? Well, yeah, Wildcats. Wildcats. It's the Wildcats. I do have Pat's, Pat Fitzgerald's Wildcats. Which is uh, it's a ballsy pick, too, because they usually, after a down year, they bounce back. Well, Pat, Pat doesn't have really bad years. He was really bad last year, which is a little shocking. He struggles at the beginning. It takes Northwestern... Until the fall, until the weather changes for them to get going and then they to get on the roll. And it's the Fitz magic. We always call it the Fitz magic. Yes. Right. He goes on the run. He was Fitz magic before Fitz, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick was Fitz yeah. magic. Yeah. We always call them, oh, it's Fitz magic time at the end of November yeah. or the end of October, getting into November. Things just happen for Northwestern and they get on the roll. So speaking on that, do they have a game in October or November where they're going to pull an upset? Because the only upset will happen it would have to be at Northwestern. Uh, unfortunately, they play Wisconsin early in October. If it was later, if they flipped that with Maryland, they might have a shot. They have it at Iowa. They're not going to win at Iowa. Yeah, I, but that's, that's it. But maybe Wisconsin at home. But, I mean, they start off the year and Ireland, which, mm. by the way, that that's just, that's, I don't know if I'm going to go on my rant. College football does not need to go across the country. They're not the NFL. Nobody cares about cross-country college football. I understand Notre Dame was supposed to be in it last year against Wisconsin. No, they were supposed to play Navy. But I thought they were supposed to be in last year too, but COVID counted. Was it Navy or Boston College? One of the teams. It was yeah. supposed to be. I, I know it was supposed to be no name, and yeah. then they were like, "Oh, we just COVID canceled." Yeah, COVID. The COVID happened. I think they were supposed to go back to back years. Mm-hmm. COVID happened, and then they're like, "Well, we got to give them somebody. Give them Nebraska first, Northwestern." I don't like it. I don't really want college teams. It, do the do the students get a free trip? Like, do they charter a plane for them to go out there? I don't think so. Or is so. it just alumni that goes out there? I, I just think it's Ireland, friends, and maybe alumni. But Yeah, alumni, but the students don't get to go to the game at all. I like, mean, like, Northwestern and Nebraska fans, hopefully, uh, if you're a student especially, hopefully you get a charter plane. If, like, Northwestern, you guys got a lot of money. You're a sports school. I Char- just, charter a plane for your students to go experience Ireland. That would be pretty, pretty cool of you guys to do. I just It's just a random game, and then... It's going to be fun. It'll be exciting. Week zero. It's the Chili's Triple Dipper Sampler. It'll be fun to watch. But Northwestern, I do have you guys finishing second to last. It is what it is. And uh, let's move on to now the anybody could be in this spot and I wouldn't have a problem. Yeah. Whoever whoever you have at uh, at five, it's whoever you want. Um, I have... Minnesota at five. You have Minnesota at five. See, um, I'm sure that you have. I was struggling because in my head, I didn't want to put them up. I wanted. I was like, yeah, they're five. But then I went. They're bringing some guys back. They're not. They're, I think. I think the coach is going to get this team on the right track. They, they have a quarterback that I like better than the other quarterback they had last year. And it's Nebraska, and I like Frost, mm-hmm. and I do. I think he played a lot of close games last year. They were very competitive. 
and all the things that they were had it going for them. I just don't know if he can flip. I think I think in my head, rebuilding is a lot harder, and regaining that structure of a program is a lot harder than can keeping it. You know, if you have Nebraska finishing fifth in the West, that Scott Frost is fired. Yes, I understand. Okay. That. I understand he's going to get fired. But that back end of the schedule for Nebraska is so brutal that I think it drops them to five. Okay. I think they start hot, things are going well, and then I just think it goes downhill for them. And what is your reason for Minnesota being in fifth? Um, PJ Fleck is a fraud. Oh, you cannot. I don't believe in rowing boats. I feel like uh, he's running out of steam. It's going to. About to sink. Uh, Tanner Morgan's Tanner Morgan. He's not nothing special. You do realize they have one of the best running backs in the Big Ten. Um, yeah, of course. Yeah, and they'll pound the rock. Ebron. And they'll pound the rock and uh, Ibrahimi. No, it's Ebron. It's Ebron. Okay. But yeah, the guy that went off uh, before he. Torres uh, Achilles against Ohio State. Yeah, uh, their offensive line is not as good as it was last year. That's a problem. Uh, how many uh, returners? I know they lost the big right tackle. Yeah, Fahili. Yeah, that, uh, Baltimore Ravens drafted. Um, the returning starters on their offensive line they they have uh, quite a bit that's back, but they- it's not as. Their inside guards are seniors. It's not as good as it was last year. That's but they my do. They both the inside guards are back. And me going off on PJ Fleck like that—that's a little extreme. But if I have him finishing fifth, I have to have a reason, and I think their offensive line is not going to be that good. Tanner Morgan is average quarterback at best. That is also true. I agree he, with that. He—he's just wild. I've seen him. We've seen. Everybody in the Big Ten's seen him way too much. I was hoping they had a new quarterback when we were doing this breakdown. I was like, God damn it, Tanner Morgan again. Got to hey, watch this. Came back for from that COVID thing. You know, got that extra eligibility. And uh, I was looking. They're going to lose at Colorado. So, or no, it's not at Colorado. They get Colorado at home. They'll probably lose that game. It's not a MAC team, so they're going to play very well and very competitive. Yeah. I was looking at their schedule. They uh, did a good job of not scheduling MAC team this year. Yeah, they they struggle against MAC teams. Good teams or average teams, they're really good against. They roll that boat really hard. Yeah, Colorado should be an inter- in- interesting matchup for them. Um, but I just have a fifth, and also um, ever since the two hires were made, we have a little rivalry going on between ourselves and the yeah. Big Ten. Because you're a PJ Fleck guy. I'm a PJ Fleck guy. I row the boat all day. I. Yeah. I if you if we do a stream of Minnesota games, you're gonna see me rowing the boat. Fucking row, let's fucking row. And I like the flashiness of Jeff Brom. So I yeah. like the flashiness of trick plays and going to Purdue at night and upsetting Ohio State that Minnesota couldn't do last year, but Purdue did it. Hey, I'm gonna throw this out there. Purdue has worse jerseys than Minnesota. Throwing that out there, their grays are awful. Their gray Purdue grays are awful. Black and gold. No, they're gray. Yeah, they're grays. Yes, and they throw those grays on way too much. Okay, but they have black and gold. Yeah, the black and gold's good. Yeah, it's like, I, I think I think most people will say Purdue has better uniforms than Minnesota. Oh man, they're black on they're black with that maroon and that gold is really good. Maroon makes me want to throw up. Not all the time. 
not all the time. Yeah, any any team with maroon, yeah, you suck. That's a, that's just because of the Aggies because they right. fucking blow. Let's but, uh, stay in the Big Ten. Stay in the Big Ten. Let's go to the let's go to the fourth team. And who's your fourth team? Uh, four. Who do I have at four? Oh, I got Purdue at four. Oh, we are on the same page there. Yeah, I have Purdue okay. also at four. And this is that where was a good lead into that. Too, yeah. So yeah. This was my thing about Purdue. They I, might have the best quarterback in the um in the West. In though. the West, yeah. Uh, Aiden O'Connell is probably the best quarterback. Uh, Casey Thompson's going to be up there, and that's where I have my problem. I was, oh yeah, I was, yeah. I was debating on, do I believe? Because that said, they have a better quarterback than Martinez. Because in the system, Martinez wasn't really good for Scott Frost. No, he wasn't. But I think O'Connell is good, and I still think he's going to be. I think Casey Thompson's good, and I think Nebraska's going to be competitive. I just, you just don't know where you're going to get from Nebraska, because I can see him finishing. One, but I also could see him finishing fifth. Yeah, they're kind of the wild card. Yeah, where they're like, the wild card. They, they have a they have a high ceiling, the, the, uh, really low flow floor. They're the Charlie Day of the West. They're the wild card bitches. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, right. So, so anytime we say a Charlie Day, that I think we, people get people know what. Yeah, uh, but, but it's always sunny. Yeah, but it's always sunny. Yeah, Charlie. If we say this team's the Charlie Day, the wild card bitches in the group, no doubt. Um, so, but um, on Purdue, we, we, let's move to Purdue. Yeah, yeah uh, I, I wanted to pick them higher. I really did. I really did want to pick them higher. I just have their away schedules tough. If they could survive, who do they play away? Where are their away games? If they go at Minnesota and at Maryland back to back. That's really tough. And Maryland's not a great home. At, Depends on if that game's at night and if Maryland's good during the time because it's in October. Okay. So it depends on if Maryland's good during that time. Um, you'll have to check into the East preview to see how we feel about Maryland. Um, yeah, their schedule is manageable though. Just looking at it, they don't have to play Ohio State or Michigan, which is a benefit. So they miss the big dogs of the East. So. I might have, I might be underselling them a little bit because that big game they open up on Thursday, Penn State at home. Where do they play Iowa at? They get them at home. Get them at home. All right. I'm I'm rethinking my pick on them a little bit, but this is I think this is why I think I'm at, I have them at four. As much as I like O'Connell, I've seen him struggle. They struggle against physical teams too. Yeah, like, uh, the running the ball teams down yeah. their throat. They, they I've seen them there. struggle. I've seen O'Connell struggle, and their running back last year wasn't it the what was that white guy? Wasn't it a white guy? Um, Didn't they run that like fullback type guy number forty? <laughs> yeah, they did have a fullback guy. They would uh, give yeah. the ball to. I just there's something about and they lost was it Bell last year too? Uh-huh. Bell's gone. They don't have that number one. They don't have the bell or the moor anymore. The explosive receiver. Yeah, they don't have that type of receiver. They have somebody coming in with their recruiting class. Um, that'd be the argument. But if I look at their recruiting, they definitely, uh, maybe they do. But 2020, they were 32. 2021, they were 75th. I think that's why they're going to take a hit. Because uh, that 2021, you can't have a 75th recruiting class. And they have Charles Jones. Yeah, Charlie Jones. Is he tra- did he transfer? I think that's a transfer. Good. Um, yeah. I really want to pick Purdue higher, but I I gotta leave him at four. Yeah, 
Yeah, I have him at four. There still. you go. He's a transfer from Iowa. Transferred. I don't. I don't know about that. Yeah, that's what it is. Charlie Jones transferred oh. from Iowa. He transferred in conference. That's weird. That happens, but I mean, I don't. That's that's one. They don't have that threat anymore. That's. I think that's where I struggled with Purdue. So yeah, the explosive receivers on yeah. the outside, but they do have the best quarterback in the conference uh, in this division. I think we could say that it's and battle between Casey Thompson. Okay, I really want to move him up, but. Uh, Going on a little bit too much about Purdue because I'm battling myself right now, but uh, I'll leave him, leave him at four. Leave him at four. So. Yeah, and I'll root for him, but I'll leave him at four. So your third team is uh, Nebraska. Nebraska. Yeah, I have Nebraska. Okay. So uh, it's a make or break year for Scott Frost. Oh, yeah, Scott Frost is live or die for Scott Frost, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. So I'm. I'm, I was a big fan of Scott Frost at UCF, like that offensive system. What, uh, sorry for interrupting. What's their recruiting, recru- recruiting class coming in this year? What they rank? Uh, they got talent based on the recruiting rankings. 2020, they were 20th. 2021, okay. 20th. Okay. 2022, the freshman class that's coming in is 41. So it takes a dip, but the talent that they've recruited in the past couple years should actually help. So I think uh, that that will help, and I'm a big fan of Casey Thompson. Um, he got hurt in the Texas OU game and wasn't the same ever since that game. And as long as he stays healthy, he's a he could run the spread better, a lot better. Like you said earlier, he matches better with Scott Frost and uh, Martinez. Martinez, yeah. So I think the fit will be better and. Feel like they could uh, pull off some big ones this year and uh, get them over the hump. Scott Frost over the hump. To I just I just think that back end of that schedule is so rough. They do have a murder. I mean, row. they got murderers row after their bye week. I mean, they go besides Illinois. Well, besides Illinois, they go at home against Minnesota, at Michigan, then they play Wisconsin at home, and then at Iowa. Yeah. I mean, that's just rough. Yeah. I mean, it's just a rough, rough back end. The back end's rough, but at that time, their schedule is kind of so manageable that they might have a little bit well, of momentum, momentum going that's in. What we're hope- that's what Nebraska fans and Nebraska yeah. team and the whole aspect of Will Compton is and hoping for. The, if, they, if they could manage a big upset over Oklahoma September 17th going into their first bye. Yeah. That that'll propel, propel them. them, yeah, propel them, and everyone will be talking about, oh yeah, Nebraska's back and this and that, yeah. And then they just have the little run of Indiana at Rutgers at Purdue, and yeah, that at Purdue game will be a little tough, yeah. So that's why I have them three because their schedule is manageable. So my three is Iowa, okay, and I like Iowa. They bring a lot back. Right, they bring every. They bring a lot back. They bring the defense. I mean, that was it. The defense is bringing how many back? Seven defenders. Are coming Seven back. defenders are coming back, and and they were really good. They they pick the ball off. They get turnovers, and that was huge. And it's not a fluke when Iowa gets turnovers. No, 
that's just what they do well. They get turnovers and they just go. The problem with Iowa is the other side. Their other side is so vanilla and so bland that it's hard to like you watch an Iowa game and you're like where, you feel like you've traveled back in time. I love it. I do not love I their love offense. It. You do not. We didn't. We stopped watching Iowa games after week one. Like week not after two, week no. one. No, not even after week two. About about midway when they the couldn't move the ball. The Penn State game was great. Yeah, because the defense was pick six in right. the ball. Getting pick sixes is fun. Just getting an interception and putting the ball is not fun. And that's where I don't. That's the struggle. The right? system works though. It's a proven. It's a proven, oh, it's a proven. It's a proven system. I'm not saying it's not. Kirk Frentz has that. He's got it down. He's got it down, and yes, but I don't believe there's something about them that I just don't believe in, and it's their quarterback too. Oh, Spencer Petrus. Yeah, I do not. You like don't him. have to worry about the quarterback when you play that style of football, though. He's got to make plays, though. Enough, en- enough. Their defense will score points for him, and I know they put defense, him in good positions. But they also get a pick and then punt the ball or kick a field goal, and then they're only up. Nine nothing, and then guess what? The other team scores, and they punt the ball, and they score again, and then they they kick a field goal. They're down ten nine. So for me, Iowa is a team that has a potential to be one, should be one, but their offense is so vanilla and so old school, and so just let the defense win you it that it. It's a proven it's a proven winning strategy, though. It is a proven winning strategy. Control the. Control the play clock. It's a proven like, way strategy to get you where you And their uh when's the last time I was had a bad kicker? Oh. Their kicker is always good too. Like usually if they if they're kicking, three points are coming on the board. You don't have to worry about Iowa missing field goals like other teams. That is true. But I don't even know if their kicker is a returning guy or is he a freshman or He's a freshman. They got a freshman kicker this year. I'm sure he's sure he's great. He might have been last year. We're looking at Phil Steele's uh, magazine. It says redshirt freshman. He might have been there last year because of COVID, but it is a freshman. And that'll come back to bite me whenever Iowa loses a game with a yeah. uh, game-winning field goal on the line. Like, oh, look at Iowa <laughs> losing the game. By a field goal? Yeah. yeah. That, that could happen. So, uh, so uh, who's your number two team in the West? Uh, Wisconsin. Oh, you have Wisconsin. Yeah. I have row, baby, row. Go on your PJ. Flat, go on your flat ramp. PJ. The, not only has Minnesota been better, they slowly get better. They, it, his first year was good. Like, it was all right, but you saw what it was going to become, right? You, you could feel it coming. And if you didn't feel it coming, you were sadly mistaken. Then they almost won the West. They lost to Iowa at home by a Bateman drop. Or didn't they no, go to, didn't they go to the Cotton Bowl, uh, was it, two years ago? Didn't they go to the Cotton Bowl? Uh, they might have. I'm trying to remember. But it might not have been the Cotton Bowl. But you just feel that this year is the year. You know what I'm thinking? I'm t- thinking of P.J. Flick with Western Michigan. Western Michigan. I, I just feel like this is the year the Gophers finally get over the hump and beat Iowa. Because that's the struggle. It's Iowa. It's not Wisconsin, and it's not Purdue, and it's not Nebraska. It's Iowa. Iowa, because Iowa plays that vanilla style, 
and they yeah you're they, shitting on fucking Iowa's vanilla style and then you have Wisconsin because Tanner Morgan throws the ball deep okay he throws it deep when they had Johnson and Bateman it was a deep if Johnson didn't drop that pass uh, Tyler Johnson against <laughs> Iowa against yeah, Iowa uh, things might have been different for in, in Minnesota like yeah they were rolling that year yeah then Iowa came to Minnesota and fucked it all up brought him back to earth you're like you're talking about rolling. We they're going to row this year, and they're going to row. They paddle row. against Iowa. They're going to row this year. I think they're going to be more physical offensively. I think defensively they'll be better than what they were last year. They're bringing back six, six starters, so I think they'll be better. The physicality never changes. They have the, one of the best running backs in the big, big Ten. If he's not two, he's definitely top three, mm-hmm. right? I think he's the second best running back in the in the Big Ten. I don't think he's third. I think he's you second. Think, do you think he still have the same explosiveness that he did uh, before the Achilles injury, injury? Because that really takes a lot out it of takes, somebody. I think he'll be good. I think they'll t- and they'll manage him so well because they they're so deep at running back. I know yeah, they've had a couple transfers, but they're deep. And they'll they'll balance it out to where hopefully they do because they were riding the hell out of them in that Ohio, Ohio State, State game. game. Yeah, yeah. But I think they'll balance it out this year because it's not they don't play Ohio State at the beginning of the year. They go they play New Mexico State, and so that's fine. He'll get his maybe fifteen touches. They'll take a break. They'll bring in another guy. Like I think it's an easier build up to get him to where he can get rolling and trust the Achilles. Yeah, yeah. He has a good build up. He has a good build up. It's not. Oh, we have to go right away. Yep. And he got run the ball 30 times. He can run it 15, 20. And then when the Big Ten, when the big game comes for him, once the start of the conference play, that's when you let him go 24, 32, 41 times. And that's when your offensive line, yes, you lost Fellaini. 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 Eskimo, the Eskimo. Yeah, you lost him. But you still got your inside guys, and that's a key for Minnesota because they like to run in the middle. They like to do that, and it helps. Now, the, the, the outside is a struggle. Tanner Morgan, yes, he's a little wild. He's not great. But if he could just get the five-yard pass that they need on a fourth and three or a third and three, that's all he needs to do. He needs to be, he needs to be that quarterback of Alex Smith where he just can, doesn't lose you the game, right? Yeah, doesn't but he lose you the game. He was as good as Alex. I know, but doesn't lose you the game and controls it. Yeah, if you're t- talking your quarterback not losing you the game, if that's your strategy for the quarterback, they usually lose you a game. Well, that's in my mind. Just control the game. Let your run game win you the game, and row, baby, row. Because when they row, they're unstoppable. They are something to watch. You can watch them run the ball. Certain teams, but yeah, I know. But you can watch them. them. You can watch them. Run the ball ten times for eight yards, and it's because they run. Once they get that eight yards, they hurry up. That's why the row is so fun because they'll get eight yards and they'll hurry up and mm-hmm. get another eight. Hurry up, get another eight. What about PJ Flick's uh, clock management and how he controls the clock and with his timeouts and all that? I don't. I'm not. A, I've never been a big fan of how he does that. Not a big fan of that. He does make some curious decisions. In his second half, he needs to understand what the time. First half is fine. First half, you can use them all day. Second half is where he he'll, needs to he'll control the timeouts. That's I, what your senior quarterback should be there for. So you shouldn't have to waste him, right? So he should I just think, trust I, him. I think it will get better this year. I think there's a better understanding of each other and a better flow of offense. I hope so for Minnesota's sake. 
your second is Wisconsin. We're going to move on from Minnesota. We're going to go to Wisconsin. And why is Wisconsin your second? Uh, I struggle. I really struggle on if I wanted to go first. First or second with them. It pretty much came down to uh, the guy they all love, Graham Mertz. Mertz. By the way, I'm going to ask you this. Because I, your one is obviously I win it. Yes, yes. You're telling me I'm, you're, it's Mertz versus Petrus. Petrus. Mm-hmm. And you chose Petrus over Mertz. Uh, I chose Kirk France. You chose Kirk France over uh, uh, Paul Chris. Paul Chris. Yeah. They, it came down to that. And just, I've seen Iowa, they're, they've both been doing the same thing for a long time. Yeah. Paul Chris is uh, more innovative with his offense. He runs a lot of shotgun and stuff that he ever used to. So he's innovative. However, Graham Mertz, he makes boneheaded decisions. And in the red zone, remember that it was, uh, what was it, week two? Week one? Week one is Penn State. The Penn State game? How many times did they have an opportunity to win the game and they couldn't even score Uh, anything? And is the kicker back from last year that... Didn't make a goddamn kick in the red zone, I, I too? Don't, I don't want to bring up week one. Yeah. I gambled on Wisconsin. It didn't work out in that. It was rough. Yeah, it, it's just... By the way, that's Phil Steele's fault. He really hyped Wisconsin. up Wisconsin last year. He yeah. hyped them up. Phil Steele's, we, we use his magazine. He's a great, great college football analysis. Check out the magazine. Yeah, yeah, big ups to Phil Steele. Yeah. But he was hyping them up like they were going to be the shit. And I was like, I'm on it then. I'm on it. If you're on it, we're on it. They laid a goose egg at home. By the way, at home, too, and laid that goose egg. Yeah. And they had plenty of opportunities. Oh, plenty of opportunities. Their defense is always, like, their defense is really good. Their defense is always, it was was really good last year. We were top five defense. They don't have as many returning starters from last year than this year. Yeah, they only have three. But they, they, I don't think they're going to drop as bad as, like, some other teams would if they lost that many return. No, defenders. Wisconsin has talent. They they always Jim Leonard does a really good job. Is it Jim Leonard still the uh, defense coordinator? coordinator? Yeah, he does a really good job with that defense. Yeah, Xavier. Uh, I'm surprised he hasn't moved on. I, I, but not actually, I'm not really surprised because he's a Wisconsin one of the best safeties they ever had. Yeah. So uh, it's uh, you know. We'll see what happens with them. Uh, it just came down to I trust Kirk Prince more than I do Paul Chris, and I feel like they're similar. Yeah, and I'll take I'll take my chances. Does Wisconsin have a? Do they have the Ohio State Michigan combo, or do they have Ohio State in there? And Iowa doesn't. Is that what it was too? Also, um, it actually, it's not even that. It's the back end of their schedule. They do go at Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Iowa has Ohio State and Michigan. Okay. They have Ohio State and Michigan. So you're saying oh, Iowa steals a game between one of them? Um, yeah, that's the way I was leaning. That's okay. the way I'm leaning, and that's that's why it's tough for me to pick Iowa to win this because like they have a harder path. But I could see Wisconsin losing at Iowa and losing at Nebraska. Okay. And that about and obviously I have them losing at yeah, Ohio State. Uh, yeah. So. That that's just how I had it in my mind, like that. They have they have a tough road schedule ahead of them. Okay, fair. That's fair. So your number one is Iowa. We'll, we'll just continue the Iowa thing. Yeah. What made you believe Iowa winning the West more Kirk, than Wisconsin? Because I have Wisconsin. You you obviously 
talked about the coaches. Yeah. So, is there anything else? Is it just the defense, the pure turnover ability of Iowa? And and I've been uh, bit in the ass so many times by Iowa. I yeah. think, uh, like, I over always underrate them. Yeah. Every single year, I always underrate them. And they, I always bet against them. Yeah. And I feel like it'd be nice to actually be on Iowa. So, it kind of feels nice to be like, oh, well, I'm going to back Iowa this year. Because okay. I never do. All right, that's fair. And their their team never changes. They're the same team. Yeah, they're they, he he knows he's got what he wants and what he has and wants to do what he wants. I would I would love if they lost to Iowa State for once to give Iowa State a win in El Clasico, but or El Asco, whatever they call it in Iowa. Yeah, but, I don't think that'll ever happen. Though. Yeah, that I, if well, it happens if it happens this year, then I don't because Iowa State should have won the past two years. Yeah, but but it'll be a. Uh, yeah, I'll be on Iowa this year. So if they screw me, then I'll be like, Iowa is one of my least favorite college football teams of all time all because time. I just can't get them right. So but, uh, I'm a back Iowa. I have Wisconsin. Obviously, we've talked about numerous things about Wisconsin. I Mertz is not a guy that I trust, but I trust him more than Morgan. I trust him more than the Iowa quarterback. I don't. Actually, I don't trust them. I trust their run game more than anything, right? Yeah, you believe in their system. I, I believe in the system of their big offensive linemen, the big runs, and all that. And Jim Leonard doing the defense. I believe in Wisconsin that way. Mm-hmm. Now, does Mertz have to play 10 times better than what he's played the past two years? Absolutely. Can he? It just doesn't feel like Mertz is a Wisconsin quarterback because he takes too many risks. I, he's got to change it this year. Like, I feel like it has to click. It's he has just, so much talent that he wants to play. But it's the third year. They shouldn't be bad at pass blocking. Like, it has to click this year for him to just say, hey, I don't need to go 40 yards down the field. I can accurately throw it to my tight end. It, sometimes it feels like he's playing to, to show off for NFL scouts a little bit too much than just playing Wisconsin football. Like, they'll come to you if you win. Yeah, it's true. I don't disagree with that, but... I don't, I, there's something about Wisconsin this year that I trust. I trusted them last year. I got screwed over. I usually do trust Wisconsin. Most, most yeah. years, I, I'm, I'm on Wisconsin. Um, for some reason, I just have a... Yeah, it's, I think it'll be a little bit rough. Because when they go at Ohio State and lose like 72 to But that, they always 10. play Ohio State pretty well in the regular season. It's the Big Ten championship games where the West has problems. For some reason, they get blown out in this. Well, I think they're going to get blown out in the regular season game. All right. And that's just going to break down the morale. So, recap of the West. I have Illinois, Northwestern, Nebraska, Purdue, Iowa, Minnesota, Wisconsin. Now you have? Uh, Illinois at the bottom, unfortunately. Northwestern, Minnesota, Purdue. Even though I wanted to move them up. Uh, Nebraska, three. Wisconsin, two. Iowa, one. All right, moving on to the east. Uh, it's the heavy one. Heavyweights. Yeah, pretty much he- the heavyweight division, right? Heavyweight division. Yeah, heavy hitters. And we're moving on to last place, of course. Who is your last place team? Uh, in the east, I have Rutgers. You have Rutgers. Yeah. All right. Well, we're flipped there because I have Indiana. Okay. Well, yeah, I have them. Indiana six, so yeah, you, we just combo them up. Yeah, it's just flip flop. I have Indiana. You have I have Indiana records. You have 
Rutgers, Indiana. Mm-hmm. I Indiana has Murderers Row. Mm-hmm. That's why I have Indiana in last. Their schedule is a lot harder, and I believe. Do the, does Rutgers play Indiana at home? Yeah, they get Indiana at home. I think that's my that's my reason why I think Rutgers win doesn't finish last. Yeah, Greg Shiano's is he a good coach? That's the he's question. a great Rutgers coach. He's great at Rutgers. Yeah, in the Big East, not in the Big Ten though. They made a bowl game last year. Did they? they yeah, were five and eight. Yeah, they made it. They were a replacement team. Oh, well, does that count? I mean, it counts. I mean, five and eight for Rutgers is a successful year for as bad as they usually were. Are you sure they made the bowl game? Mm-hmm. I believe they made the Music City Bowl. That's crazy. Well, there was a bunch of COVID stuff that happened, but it's wild that they made one. That's 13 games, so I guess they might have. Huh. Well, Shiano... They play Wake Forest. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. I believe they they had the it was close in the first half and they got blown out in the second half. It was thirty eight ten at the end, but it was close in this in the uh, Wake Forest not scoring in the red zone. Uh, it might have been that. I believe it was it was twenty to ten in the uh, end of the first half. So you, um, I went. Indiana has a better quarterback. I think. Well. The quarterback that um, Rutgers have has, yeah, Gavin Win- Winstead, yeah, four-star recruit from Kentucky, um, has potential. And they also have the other guy that was there last year. Yeah, um, but but draw. I just in Rutgers' case, I always think they finish last. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's a fair statement. That's football that's, a, wise. That's, that's like a basic statement, but I can't go in depth with records. I'm sorry, uh, Scarlet Knight fans in Jersey and all that. Um, They're chopping though. They always chop. Yeah, chop. Yeah, I know. Chop, chop it up. Chop it up. Uh-huh. Chop. Uh, I think they're going to cover more games. They might lose the games, but they'll cover. Indiana. They have the transfer coming in from Mizzou. Their their schedule is really goddamn tough. Yeah, it's. Horrifically tough. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. But I think they could be. There's a couple of wins I can see them getting. I think the Rutgers Indiana game is pretty much who and doesn't finish. Also, last. also I have that vision of them being good uh, two years ago. Get that, get that out of your head. Yeah. That was a COVID year, and that was just magic. Yeah, that so magic's gone. It ran out real quick when they went two and ten last year. Yeah. So. And they got to play Cincinnati again at Cincinnati this year. I just there's just there's just things in them I don't believe in. That has no impact on the, the Big, Big Ten, Ten but but I know. But it's just one of my things where I think they're two and ten. They might finish another two and ten. There's a potential of another two and ten in there. Yeah, possibly. Um, based on this, we don't really have too much to say about either of these. No. Which which style? Uh, which uniforms are better between Rutgers and Indiana? Rutgers. They have a better red. I agree. I agree. We can agree on that. Yeah, Rutgers jerseys are better. And they rock black. Yeah, I'm not big. I'm not huge on black. And I like they're all they're just the red. Yeah, but they rock the cool black with the silver. It's cool. Indiana's never rocked black? I don't think so. They, they're traditionalists. 
traditional yeah yeah they rock the tradition yeah shit. yeah records is trying to find their new groove and everything like that yeah. um and i'm biased on records because i don't even think they should be in the big 10 that was bs anyway that they're in here so i'm always every single year I always pick records no matter the coach they're always gonna be last for me all right that's fair so let's let's fly off let's go to the fifth team oh now we get to interesting parts right uh kind of interesting yeah um who do you have fifth? Maryland, Maryland. Alright. I do not have Maryland fifth, so I'm assuming you have Penn State fifth. I do not have Penn State All fifth. Right. You have Michigan State fifth. Sorry, Pedro. Shout out to our good friend Pedro. You have him fifth. Yeah, Michigan State did a lot of good for me last year, uh they when they upset uh Michigan, but neither here nor there. Um I don't know which one you want to talk about, Michigan State or Maryland. Uh, we go Michigan State first. Why you have Michigan State uh, fifth? I think they're just due for regression. Like last year was kind of fluky year for them. That uh, one of should have went to the Heisman ceremony. I can't believe uh, Lonnie, uh, Walker did not go to the Heisman ceremony. Yeah, which is I mean he had a couple bad games and like no more Heisman for you. Yeah, he's done after that. It's like, uh, but Hutchinson can have two great games and Heisman candidate. Yeah, Heisman's a fiasco, but that's a whole story for another day um oh by the way side note did you hear mad dog say defenders should not even be up for the heisman today on first take no who the hell is mad dog mad dog high heat why is he talking about oh he's on first take he's oh, on first take oh, and it's okay. just random like, i know it's random from our big 10 story previously yeah but yeah. It, it what's I, his name chris uh yeah chris mad dog uh so he was he was a commentator in uh one of the good Great movies, Bad Lieutenant. If you've seen, seen it, you know what I'm talking about. But Yeah, it was just random. And I was like... Chris Russo, right? Is it Russo? No. I don't think it's Chris Russo. I, I just call him Mad Dog because that's the way everybody knows him by. Yeah. But I was just like, why is Mad Dog... Even? I was like... So he was pissed whenever um, Charles Woodson won the Heisman? No, I think he just said it today. And I was just like... I mean, you got a guy that mainly talks about baseball in a... In a sports discussion thing, like, and he's from New York, so he doesn't even know anything about college football. I know, but neither here nor there. Uh, I have Maryland. We're gonna move on. There's just a side note; it popped in my head. We're done with Michigan State. Oh, you keep going about Michigan State, or do you want to get there whenever you get to Michigan? I mean, State? yeah, let's get there when. Oh no, you can keep going about Michigan State. Yeah, uh, I just feel like their their year yes last year was it was a great year, great year for them. And I just don't think they could do it again. Mel Tucker's good at getting the transfers in there and buying into a system. Um, just the quarterbacks average to above average. Thorne, like, was late in the year whenever they played talented teams. It was kind of like they have the book on him and he's not that great. Um, Jaden Reed, the receiver, is really good, though. Uh, they have explosive athletes, but other teams do. And their defense. It was have, it was awful last year. Their pass defense was atrocious. Well, they have nine. None of them are turning. So I know, but I'm just throwing that out there. Last year, Michigan, that Michigan State Ohio State game was done by three minutes into that game. Yeah, it was pretty much done in the where, where they have like twenty one nothing. Yeah, it was bad because they couldn't in stop the first quarter. Yeah, because they couldn't stop a. A pass. CJ Stroud was, I think, completed like 16 straight in a row. It was a record, by the way. So, 
um, I'm hoping Michigan State does better than I have them at, but just they're due for regression this year. And I think he needs another another year to get more of his guys in there. Like, he did a great job with the transfers he got in last year. Did a great job. I'm sure he's doing. He's going to do the same thing again. He got the running back from Colorado, Broussard, right? Yeah. So, he's still doing the same thing. I uh, just think they'll take a step back this year. And that's why I have him at five. Then their schedule is – all these schedules are going to be tough in the yeah. East. The East is what it is. You're always going to play Ohio State, Michigan. Penn State. And Penn State. Yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty much what I have in my five. Uh, so, we're going to get to. Is your four Maryland? Four is Maryland. Yeah, because my fifth is Maryland, and we'll go there. Yeah. So, Maryland, I have fifth. You have fourth. Mm-hmm. There's something. This is like you say, Rutgers is always going to finish last for you. Uh-huh. I can't put Maryland in four because. Every year, they start off as the hot team, right? Week one through three, they're the talk of the town. Oh, Maryland's offense is great. They're this, they're that. They're they every- lost week one last year, right? No, they won. Did they beat West Virginia or lost? They lost West Virginia, okay. right? Yeah, they, but they were they weren't they didn't play bad. They were just bad. They had miscues. There was like a kick returns. That game was crazy. Yeah, it was back and forth. There was some wildness, but usually the offense is just. You go, oh man, they're they're gonna be this, they're gonna be that, uh-huh. they're gonna compete with the Penn States and the Michigan States and the and all these things, right? But there's a certain point in their schedule, and it's gonna happen early this year, September twenty fourth, right? Yeah, I think they have a good ch- shot against uh, Michigan in on September twenty fourth. I think they do have a good shot because they're usually they play a good out of conference team. They don't have that this year. They play at Charlotte, which I'm a big Charlotte guy, um, but they're gonna smash them. Where, and I think there people are gonna be like, "Oh, is Maryland gonna upset Michigan?" I yeah. think Michigan goes in. Is that Michigan? It's at Michigan. I think yeah. Michigan just just demolishes them, and that's when the downfall for Maryland happens. Then they go, oh, we need a battle back, and they're going to win Rutgers, win Indiana. I think they beat Michigan State on the return home See, trip. that's where I don't think so. I think that Michigan is their downfall. Michigan, and then they lose their confidence kind of thing. Yeah, and the, the, the typical Maryland thing happens where they win the games they're supposed to win and lose the games that they're going to lose. I think Maryland is in the, in the East Division. I think Maryland is like Nebraska for me in the West Division of the Big Ten. I think they have a higher ceiling. And a lower, really low floor, just like Nebraska. So I could see them. And plus, I, I actually struggled. I almost wanted to pick them top three this year. I just don't trust uh, Tua's brother. Uh, Tungalova? Uh, well, we all know his name and shit. Yeah, his last name, yeah. Tungalova. Yeah. I just don't trust him. I, I, I don't trust their coach either. Mike Loxley? Loxley? Yeah. I, there's just something about him I don't trust. And that's just me personally. And going off of instinct and what, and what seen, I've seen and what in, seen. From in yeah. the years of Maryland, I'm like, whenever the grind goes, whenever they have to play back to back good teams, they usually struggle. Yeah. Remember that Penn State game they had at home at night game? Everyone was supposed to be pumped up, and Penn State went up there and fucking like they almost won by I don't know sixty. Yeah, and then there's I remember a couple of years ago, gambling wise, this is gambling. I was like, oh Maryland's hot, they're gonna be great, they're gonna cover this game. 
They actually lost. They lost to Temple. Yeah, it was probably at Temple, right? Yeah, it was at Temple. Whenever I made the rule, you'd never bet against Temple, Temple but yeah, at home. They were like, I think they were like 14 yep. and a half point favorites yep. or something like that. And I was like, That might have been the year they beat Texas, too. Yeah, I think it was. And I was like, oh, they're going to kill well, them. Well, they beat us tw- twice. Yeah, but I was like, oh, they're going to kill them. Yeah. And they come up and lay a fucking goose egg. I think there was a pick and six in that game, too. But that's just Maryland way, right? That's just how they play. And they, for some reason, college game day, you, you they talk about them like, oh, is this the year Maryland's going to turn it around and do all this stuff? No, it's just Maryland. I will say this. As a, as a gambler, never bet on a Maryland game. No, Maryland's the worst. Either side. Do not bet oh, on they're, them they're either the worst. side. That's, that's one team. I'll just stay away. Just pass that away. Yeah. Let somebody else lose money on a Maryland game. Yeah, they're the worst. And uh, but I still have them. I still have them ahead of Michigan State because Michigan State is just due for regression. It's it just has to happen. There's no way that could be eleven and two again this year. There's no way. Uh, all right, moving on. What is your fourth place team? It's Maryland, right? Yeah, I already have Maryland. Maryland. Four. Yeah, yeah. So you're four. So we'll go. To, I guess to my four. You might want to go to the Hey James. Wow. So you have, you hey have Michigan James. State in your top three? I have Michigan State in my top three because Hey James and Clifford. Hey Clifford and Sean James. Clifford? Yeah. Clifford and James. Franklin. The the fact that in my mind you're like, I don't trust uh, Michigan State's quarterback. Uh-huh. I have about 5%. Trust in Clifford. Clifford is the Charlie Day of quarterbacks. No, you're doing the wild card thing in uh, quarterback wise. In one quarterback, quarterback wise, he's the Charlie Day of this whole thing. Hey, he throws a beautiful deep ball. Beautiful, de- okay, Charlie Day. Because guess what? He doesn't throw well. Intermediate passes, low passes, pressure in his face. He's panicked out of his life. I don't trust him. I think the defense is going to be awful this year. They lost a lot. I don't know if Penn State's defense has ever been awful under James Franklin, though. I think it's going to be. I think it will be really bad. I think it's going to be worse than Michigan State's this year. That's where I'm at. And I don't trust Clifford. I think Thorne's going to be better this year under Mel Tucker, under a year, the second year of starting under Tucker, where we've seen Clifford and I've seen them. And you're like, oh, the co- they lost to Indiana. And you're like, oh, that was just a fluke loss, right? No, newsflash, 7-6 last year. They're the same fucking team. They were the same team that COVID year as they were last year. They're not good, right? There's And they lost their best receiver. They lost their tight end. They don't have the weapons. Their weapons now are worse than what they were the past two years. No, they, Penn State always has weapons because they've been recruiting so great. What is their recruiting class this year? Uh, in 2022 or 2020? 2021, 2022. Well, 2020, but I always like going three years. Go three, three years, years back, yeah. 2020, 15. 2021, 21. Which is, that's weird to even say. But yeah, they were 21st. And then this last year, they were six because the freshman running back they got coming in okay. was the national uh, Gatorade player of the year. So but they as have, you can see, what were the... Do you have before 2021 or the, before the three years? So four years ago. Uh, I do not have that. Uh, have that. I do not have that info with me. But I think they, 
I think James Franklin's recruiting has gotten it's getting that flux where it was up then down and slowly sliding down. Six last year is I know six last year is really good. I'm not saying that, but like there's a I think they they because they used to be top ten around the tens then they got twenty one. Now I think they got six and you said it they got that running back and he probably moved them up a little more than what they should have been. Of course, but when you get a talent like. Uh, the Gatorade Player of the Year, uh, I know, Nicola, Nicholas Singleton. I know, but like that's like you remember when TCU got a couple of those, and you're like, oh, TCU's got that, and that's the same thing with Penn State. I, it's just something. There's something about Penn State that I do not trust, and it's Clifford. It's the defense. I just think there's a there's going to be another seven and six, maybe eight wins, but there's a round. There's there. definitely nine on their on their just on their schedule by itself. It's nine easily, I think. There's nine easily? Yeah, I think so. If you go down. Right. Well, I'll go under nine. Okay. Let's see if it works out. We'll go. We'll break down Penn State's schedule. At Purdue. I think that's a loss. Okay. Ohio. That's a win. At Auburn. That's a loss. Central Michigan. It's a win. Northwestern. It's a win. At Michigan. Loss. Minnesota. Home. It's a loss. Ohio State. Home. It's a loss. At Indiana. Win. Home for Maryland. Win. At Rutgers. Win. Michigan State at home. Loss. So you have them six. Okay, you have six ones. Seven. Is it seven? Maybe six. Yeah. It might, they might sneak one. I, the Minnesota one's tough. I wanted to put Minnesota because I'm a road fan. Can't believe you have Auburn beat them. That's that's a discussion. Auburn. We'll break down out of conference matchups on another episode. Yeah, we'll, but just, they, we'll break at, down the. It's at Auburn. That's that's my reason why. They can't stand the heat. They're gonna beat the hell out of Auburn. They uh, can't stand the heat. <laughs> they can't stand that heat. The Midwest boys ain't gonna be able to stand that heat. It's gonna be a cool. It's gonna be a cool. 87 degrees with the humidity fucking high as hell in uh, Georgia. Alabama, yo. Oh, Alabama. Apologies. Yeah. My yeah. bad. Wrong team. Wrong, yeah. wrong. But yeah, it's going to be, it's still going to be humid as fuck in Alabama. Alright. So, All right. that's how you stand on Penn State? Or? Yeah, that's my fourth. So, is your third Penn State? Yeah, my third is Penn State. All so, right. that's, we, we went through them. And, and my third is Michigan State, so we went through both those. So, oh. Yeah, so it's pretty much... Get to the main event of the evening. One and two. Out of the blue corner. Rocking blue, navy blue, and yellow. And maize. Don't let Michigan fans get you upset. Navy blue and maize. Is it maize? They really call their yellow maize? Yes, it's... Yes, it's always been that. It's blue fucking, and maize, yeah. It's fucking yellow, Michigan. All right. Well, I don't you. care. It's the fucking Michigan yellow. Michigan Wolverines. Now out of the red corner. The best offense. The best offense of line. I don't know about the best offense of line. Oh, uh, well, Michigan's up there. I apologize. Michigan's actually up there for best offense lines. With the Rock and the Philly Show defense. Well, be the Oklahoma defense now. Oklahoma State defense. Yeah, you get that shit right. Scarlet and gray. It's red. If I have to, if I'm gonna dog shit, Michigan's yellow. It's fucking red. Okay. Well, you yeah. Dog shit, at least you balance yeah, it out. Yeah, so you dog shit both, I know, both I know, teams. I have to dog shit. The Ohio State Buckeyes. So yeah, based on that, you already know it's 
coming down between these two teams. So, um, uh, you want me to go first? I'll go go first. first. My two is Michigan. My two is the same. I have Michigan, Michigan, too. Yeah, Yeah, I have Michigan, too. And the only reason, by the way, Michigan is two. Their schedule. Their schedule is so soft. I found I found a loss though that I I didn't see before that I think they could lose to, but I thought they were going to be undefeated. They they very well could yeah. be undefeated uh, going into Ohio State because it's so easy. Oh, their their schedule is a fucking cupcake. <laughs> you get Colorado State, Hawaii, Connecticut, Maryland, all at home. Yeah, it's a cupcake. A yeah, it's a it's a their cupcake schedule this year. That's why that think that Iowa game can fucking sneak up and. Because it's at Iowa. It's at Iowa. And that can bite them in the ass. Yeah, it can. But, I mean, if after that, it's pretty much... At Indiana, Penn State at home, Michigan State, State at, at home, home, at Rutgers, Nebraska at home, Illinois at home. Like, it's just a, it's, it's a cakewalk. Like, I, I haven't seen a schedule this easy since shit. I'll say this. If Jim Harbaugh loses a game this year, before the Ohio State game... There needs to be a lot of talk. No. Now, I'm not saying fired, but there needs to be a lot of talk of, like, what happened. Mm -hmm. And I think the what happened is the same problem that has happened to Michigan before. It's the quarterback controversy. I don't think it's a controversy yet. It's not a controversy. He's he's done a good job of managing it because J.J. McCarthy's not going to start. It's going to be McNamara. They already know McNamara's going to start. But I know McNamara's going to start. But I feel like there's that Drew Henson, Tom Brady. Yeah, because Ma- as uh, McCarthy is the big, big, big name, big, big recruit. Uh-huh. He's that Drew Henson guy. When, but in reality, just stick with the Tom Brady. Well, that's what bit him in the ass in the Michigan State game last year. Yeah, right? J.J. That- McCarthy fumbled the ball in a big uh, clutch situation. Was it a fumble or a pick? He turned the ball over. He turned the ball over, yeah. But it's one of those things where I think that's going to bite them in the ass. In, uh, like in the Iowa game, there might be something. Their most explosive player is Beck. Uh, Bell? Yes. The receiver? He is coming off Ru- of an injury. Yeah, he tore his ACL, but Ronnie Bell is Beck. And they, their special team, because he returns punts. Punts, but I don't know if they're going to do it this year because he got the injury off of a punt return. I think you have to because he's so, he's so explosive. He is so explosive. Uh. They do have a top three running back. Well, offensive line is... Oh, they're be- they have the best offensive line. One of the best. Between them, I think they're one of the best offensive lines. They're all veterans. They're all juniors and seniors. I mean, they're dogs. And it'll be interesting to see if they could do what they did to Ohio State last year to this year. And just out-physical them in that game. Mm-hmm. That that will be the interesting part. That would be awesome if they could do that. And I'm going to say, but I will say only, this. Only because I'm biased, like I lean a little bit more uh, Michigan than I do Ohio State. I will say this, though. They don't have, they're running back. Uh, it's Chrome. Chrome? Yeah. Chrome's good. Do they have the big back? Like, uh, they don't have a big back? They, they, they might. They might, but this is what I'm saying. They won't have that physical running, but like that gets the four yards. Yeah, uh, maybe Chrome could be that, and if he becomes, if he is that, if he like, because we all think he's a speed guy, outside guy, not in between the tackles. Yeah, like if he ha- becomes Haskins, be- Haskins would do the dirty, dirty work yeah. last year. If if Chrome becomes a dirty work in between the tackles, he then penetrates himself 
not penetrates. He leapfrogs Henderson, in my opinion, as the best running back in the Big Ten. If he could do that. But he has off his line to create the holes to do that. Yeah, he's going to have a lot of openings. There's yeah. going to be a lot of explosive plays about Michigan football this yeah. year. They, they're, they're really explosive on offense. More than they people will give them credit, credit for. Credit for, yeah. You know? The, I think the, also they're de- losing as much as they did lose on, on defense. The de- defensive line. Defensive line is also a, another Achilles heel for them. Losing their defensive coordinator. Another year of having yeah, a new system, system that's yeah. coming in. Yeah. But there's a lot of things on that defense that has to be adjusted. They don't have Hutchinson. They don't have, uh, oh, gosh. Ojibbo. Ojimbo. Ojibbo. Yeah, they don't have him. They don't have the corners. They have a couple corners left, too. So they have a few things leaving. Michigan's secondary is always good, though. Yeah, but but they're going to have to replace them and find them. And I think by the time they play Ohio State, they'll be – Mm-hmm. They'll be there and all that stuff. But they should. And that game will be the game of the year in the Big Ten. And I'm, sure. I'm going to bet a lot of money well, we'll see. on Ohio State we'll to see cover where the we're, spread. We'll see where we're because at. The spread will be – because based on this, if this schedule holds true that Michigan has, because they're going to be favored in every single game. Oh, every single every game. single game. So yeah. if they if they win every single game up to the Ohio State game, they're going to be ranked top three. Uh, yeah. It'll, so so the spread will be way too low whenever they play Ohio State, and I'll just bet a bunch of money on Ohio State covering the spread. Yeah, but so that just shows you how high I am on Ohio State. Let's move on to our number one, and probably actually we we could just we could get to the end of our. Oh, Big Ten Championship, the champions, we probably both have Ohio State. Yeah. It doesn't even matter about the West. No. It's Ohio State's, this is their national championship team. Yeah, I will be shocked if they are not in the I will uh, be, I will be shocked in if the they final. have one loss. I won't be sh- I won't. Yeah, I'll be shocked if they. That offense is a going to be a, I, I, as much as I love Wake Forest, this offense is on steroids to that Wake Forest offense. This offense is tailor-made for 40, averaging 35 points a game. No, shit. They might average 40, 40 plus. Yeah. At, least, Ryan, yeah. yeah. at least 35. C.J. Stroud's second year was great in the Rose Bowl, was really good. The Minnesota game struggled in the first half. He became a great quarterback. He struggled at moments last year, he but had, he was he a had freshman. A couple moments yeah. There, yeah, but he was a freshman. Mm-hmm. That Rose Bowl game, he was throwing dimes that you wouldn't believe. And I know Utah didn't have corners; they had a running back playing corner and all that. There was that one in the pylon I with think, Harrison, Harrison Jr. Yeah, yeah. Marvin Harrison's son. Like the way he put that ball is yeah. like the accuracy of CJ Stroud. The offense line getting better, and I think the defense will be. Really good. It'll be a top twenty defense because of the defense coordinator. That's why I'm higher on them. It's. I know you're. Uh, we're we're big fans of their offense. I'm even bigger on their defense improvement. It's going to be uh, through the roof because of. You know, a lot of people don't know about Big Twelve football. They do play defense in the Big Twelve. Just to let you guys know. And Jim Knowles' defense at Oklahoma State was one of the best That's, last yeah. year. And they're going to stop the run. And now he has more talent to work with. 
and they're getting they're bringing back at least I think more than what six. They got eight. eight yeah, eight coming. coming. So yeah. they only replaced three, and they're gonna play. I guarantee you, he's not gonna play that soft run defense against Michigan. They're gonna be physical. They're gonna force Michigan to pass to beat them on the pass. Instead of the run like they did last year. And his defense always forces a lot of Jim Knowles defense forces it's a lot, lot of turnovers. turnovers. They're gonna force them and they're gonna trip the ball. Yeah. Like there's gonna be things this Ohio State team it, it, I'm almost wanting to say this Ohio State team, this is a bold statement I'm about to make. It might be one of the best teams since L well, since LSU. It might be on par with the LSU it's team be in two thousand nineteen. LSU, Alabama Offense, defense type feel, right? Yeah. Yeah, that type of feel where it's just so dominant that you're just going. Like, they're they're in that. Four. If they don't make the championship, Ryan Day should. Here, if they don't make the the bowl or the uh, playoffs, Ryan Day should be considered for firing. No, not considered for firing. That's, uh, that's considered. I didn't say firing. Considered. Yeah. Like, throw it out there. Uh, just to have a little discussion about discussion it. Discussion because there's there's no way this team shouldn't be in there. No. There's no way this team and yes, the defense wasn't great last year, but it's got eight guys coming back. They should be better than last year. They should be able to th- do things with Jim, the with the diff- new Jim, defense coordinators. Jim is gonna get yeah. There should be things that they should be better at and the offense should be ten times better. They did lose both receivers, Wilson and Olave, they did lose, but we it, saw the I other know, two. Yeah, I know. We saw Jimba, Harrison Jr. and, and, and Jimba. And, uh, and Jimba. And Jimba. Jimba and, and Jimba and Harrison Jr. Yeah. There should be a ton of like, there's too much talent. They have the best running back in the Big Ten. Well, soon to be. Well, C.J. Henderson. Is it C.J. Henderson? Nah, C.J. Henderson it, was uh, uh, yeah. corner from Florida, Florida back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it uh, it tra- is Henderson, though. Yeah, his last name. Yeah, Travion. 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 Okay, I apologize. Yeah, yeah Travion yeah. Henderson. Apologies. Yeah, explosive. He, Fast, explosive, will be up there. Ohio State just has it all, right? It's just, it's fun. They're going to be a fun team to watch. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. they blow Notre Dame out. I don't think Notre Dame, I love Freeman. I love, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Freeman. Yeah, Marcus Freeman. Yeah, yeah. It'll be interesting to watch too it, because gonna he be, used to play for Ohio yeah. State. So he'll have the team amped up. Yeah, it's going to be amped up. Maybe they might struggle at the beginning. You know, it's opening day, struggles. I, by the second half, that game is going to be twenty-eight to like three. I'm gonna start feeling bad for Notre Dame, but at half, I see it thirty-five, like three at half. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, gonna, it's gonna feel like that Alabama week one in the Georgia Dome or, or the, Mercedes-Benz Dome against or, Miami over in Dallas yeah. against Michigan. It's yeah. gonna feel like one of those where you're just like, God, everyone's damn. amped up for it, and Notre Dame's a top ten team. Yeah, they they have talent, and they are in Notre Dame. But you're just going to be like, God damn, this team came out and smacked them in the mouth. And you're going to be like, the team's for real. They are what they are. So our champion, obviously, in the Big Ten, Ohio State, we, we love them. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I can't love a team anymore with the talent they have. The talent like, they have, the new defense coordinator, just everything about them. So, uh, spoiler alert, yeah, they're my national champs, too. I'll just put that on blast right now. put that out there. Yeah, well, we're going to get to that well, another time, but... That'll be later on, closer to the season. Yeah, if anything or, changes in training camp or uh, maybe a or the before the or season starts, yeah. But yeah, but uh, any other? So the Heisman hopefuls in the Big Ten, obviously C.J. Stroud, Henderson, 
Injigba. Injigba. And uh, like a dark horse that you can see sliding, slivering. Ibrahimi from Minnesota, maybe, but Ebron. Yeah, I don't know why you say Ibrahimi. It's Ebron. No, I, I, well, I, Minnesota's I like running back. Well, if we both mispronounce it, it's Minnesota's running back. I can see him kind of maybe dipping the toe. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he'll make it. I think and, uh, the running back from Michigan. Uh, Chrome? Chrome. I think Chrome can do it because the offensive line so I would good. pick Bell over Chrome a little bit because he returns punts. And it'll have I a, don't think Bell's returning punts because they want to make sure he doesn't get hurt again. He better return punts because uh, he's so explosive. I just I'm just, uh, I just, want to see him return punts because he's so natural at it. And he, he's just so great at it. Yeah, so. But I think Chrome will be up there because Cupcake schedule, offensive line is really good. He might rush for 100 yards the, for, like, consecutive weeks and then maybe get to the Ohio State game. How about we just rank the three Ohio State guys in order? Uh, for Heisman? Yeah. Well, well Stroud, Stroud just based be, on the Heisman creden- yeah, credentials. Credentials, Stroud. Thinking Jigba. Yeah, I was about to say Jigba and then... And then uh, uh, Travion Henderson? Yeah, Henderson. Yeah. But, I mean, Ohio State. It's Ohio State's to lose. In the Ohio State's lose at Yeah, we could have. Well, I don't know why we went on this long on the podcast. We could have just been like, yeah, Ohio State's just yeah, we had the, the big we had to make it interesting somewhat. Add a but little flair to it. Everybody knew what we were going to get to. Hey, if, y- if y'all have somebody different, I know Michigan people are be pissed off about it, but you know. Yeah, I mean, it is. What we're, it is. Ju- we're just analyzing what we know what, about the teams, what and, we see, and what we predict. It's, it's all prediction, of course. In Michigan, you got an explosive offense. Don't get me wrong. When I say you're a bad team, you're just not – you're not at that level. No. You have – yeah, you have that freshman – not freshman anymore, the sophomore, five-star, and all that stuff. But you don't have the weapons outside. You don't have – your offensive line's good. Your running back's good. But you don't have the quarterback either. CJ Stroud's ten you, times better than I will say this. You better hope it snows. Oh, they better hope <laughs> it's a gloomy day. You better, you better hope it snows Columbus. again on that uh, – November twenty sixth, yeah, November twenty sixth. Yeah, they better, better hope something. You better, you better pray for some bad weather. Yeah, but because that's all I got to say after that. Uh, but that's gonna do it for the Big Ten uh, preview. O S U. Shout out AJ Hawk. No, it's O H I O or O Hi O. Is it O H I O? We're not from it. We're not from the Midwest. No, it's O-H-I-O. Yeah, we're not from the Midwest. We're not from the Midwest. We figured that out a little bit, but fucking like, we ain't from the Midwest. We don't get... We we run Ohio State. We ain't worried about Ohio State. Okay, Texas fans. Calm that (laughs) down right quick, all right? But But, good uh, transition, though, because we are going to be talking about the Big 12 next week. Oh, yeah. Bias bias is going to be included in that for sure. Big 12 preview is next week. Uh, maybe let us know if you want to comment or do anything. But let us know what you want to talk about in the Big Twelve. Yeah, I'm sorry for uh, I'm sorry to Rutgers. No, I'm not sorry for Rutgers or Indiana or the bottom half. They should know already what they are. But uh, appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for listening, y'all. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Keep keep grinding with us. Keep supporting us. We're out. Appreciate it. We'll see y'all next week. Deuces.